Hey folks, welcome back to Misty and Ike, a daily pop culture podcast produced by Brickyard Media Group. And now here's your hosts, Misty Roberts and Isaac Heckert. Happy Monday to you. <laughs> so it's still dark outside. Oh. <laughs> oh, good morning, everybody. Oh, hi. Happy Monday to you. It's recently come to our attention that not everybody listens in the morning. That's weird. It is weird. Get with it, guys. We're a morning show. We, we think we're a morning show. <laughs> we think we are. But you know what? If someone's listening at night, I'm just happy they're listening. Well, you know what that means we can do now? Do things in the morning and at night? Yes. And <laughs> we can do the Truman Show. In case it's not morning. It's good, night. <laughs> good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Okay. Uh, what's today? Today is the truth is out there. The truth is out there. The truth is out there. It's uh, Agent Mulder and Scully Day. So I'm Mulder and you're Scully, right? Sure. Okay. I think it's actually the opposite, but probably. Oh, did you watch the X Files when it was on? No. <clears throat> no. Not much. No. You didn't. Just not into it, or were you not allowed? Uh, a little of both. I mean, definitely the latter, but some of the former. Right. I watched it a lot. Yeah, I bet. Did you, have you seen the movies? I did see the movies. Did you like them? I did. They blew up, uh, the FBI building is uh, on a lot down, it's LA Center Studios. Mm -hmm. They blew out all the windows on it. I thought that was cool. Yeah. I yeah. think that is cool. Because one of the first things I filmed was on that lot and I was like, whoa, they blew this building up in X-Files. You know, I'm a nerd. I'm going to show you guys the okay. building. I think you should, because that's really cool, actually. I like that. Um... One of the things that I think is really cool, because you just mentioned that it's supposed to be an FBI building and the X-Files, it's illegal to make fake FBI badges. So all the badges in the X-Files actually say FBJ, Federal Bureau of Justice. Because it's not illegal to make a replica and name it something else. Look at that. Look at. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the building. Yeah. And then there's a bridge. So you go in. If you see my pointer, yeah, well, probably there's a picture up. on your screen of them blowing it up. See? Uh, where? The second photo down. This one? Down. That's a miniature. Down. I don't see it. Sorry. You had your cursor on it just a minute ago. Is that not them blowing the building up right, That's right. there? No. Yeah. All they, did, they just blew out the windows. Well, what is that? Because the building is still standing. Explosion from the X-Files movie. That's the, this is the miniature. See how small this is? Mm-hmm. And that's not the one I'm looking at. I'm looking at the one below it. Well, it's the same one. Okay. It's still small. Mm-hmm. It's just like a half size. Oh. So when the characters well, are... they faked me out. When the characters are in the frame, <laughs> the, all of these windows blow oh, out, and right. then they cut to this miniature actually blowing up. It's supposed right. to be... Um, what's the one in the Midwest? Timothy McVeigh? Oh, Oklahoma City. Something like that. It's supposed to represent like something like oh, that. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Do you know that the music from the very beginning is, um, it wasn't actually written? It wasn't? No. The guy that composed it was, uh, he'd been working on it for a long time and couldn't quite get it. And so he leaned his arms down on the keyboard and his head and didn't realize it was still recording. And that's where the spooky, eerie sound comes from. He it's typed, an accident. He typed that with his forehead? It's an accident. Yeah. I'm sure they tweaked it afterwards. Whoa. But it was an accident. 
Hmm. Yeah. People get kicked off YouTube if we play it. This is five play, minutes. You can play a little bit of this it. This is five minutes of it. Ah, uh, that's a lot. I mean, we only need like 30 seconds. Let's see if it's going to do an ad. Or 10 seconds even. It's probably going to do an ad first. Oh, no. God, just hearing the music makes me happy. It's creepy, right? It's so creepy and awesome. Yeah. What if we just let it play during the rest of the episode? You think we'll get in trouble? I mean, we played the graduation song all episode. It's the same thing. Okay. <laughs> oh, spooky. Okay, I'm turning yeah. it off. So Chris Carter came <sighs> up with the X-Files yep. because he read a report that a Harvard did. 3.7 million Americans have been claimed to have been abducted by aliens. Oh, yeah. 3.7 million. It was an analysis of a 1991 Roper poll survey. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of people that think that they've been abducted by an alien. That goes back to last week's episode when we were talking about if they came in and, and touched yeah. our feet. I, I would be like, hey, buddy, what's up? And you would kill them. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um, Dana Scully was partly modeled on Clarice Starling. I'm yeah. thinking that's from Hannibal. Silence of the Lambs. Si yep, Silence of the <laughs> Lambs. Jodie Foster's character. Yes. Yes. Um, Hello, Clarice. Did you know that Jodie Foster actually did a cameo on the Xbox? I did not know that. I'm reading she it did, right now. Which is, I think that's actually really cool. Yeah. Since that character was based on her. She was a homicidal tattoo. What? She provided the voice of Betty, a homicidal tattoo. That's what it says right here in her cameo. Provided the voice of Betty, a homicidal tattoo. Yes, a homicidal tattoo. So a tattoo that kills people. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. I don't really remember that episode. Yeah. Well, uh, since we're still on my screen, <laughs> David Duchovny pushed for Jennifer Beals to play Scully. That would have been really really strange i need to you see know it. who jennifer beals is i don't i need Flash to see a picture of, yeah i mean I, yes but i don't what a feeling he's mm -mm, believing those nope, are not keep, even the words keep singing. I don't know. no i'm good but see here's the thing <laughs> these pictures of her right now still don't spark any any the any. leotard the the water coming down on her in flash dance she's the one in the chair doing the dance hmm. she's like the the main character all right yeah I'm gonna have to watch Flashdance. There, the, the picture under the one you've got your cursor on—that's her in Flashdance. Right, and yeah. and here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And how did that song go again? Nope. <laughs> it just goes nope. So <clears throat> I also think that this is super cool. Um, Jillian Anderson did such a good job playing that character. She really did. That. When it was time to re-up her contract, they all they put a clause in her contract that said she could not play another FBI agent in anything else. Whoa. So when they went to go do Hannibal, there was an extreme interest in her doing the Clary Starling role. And she couldn't do it. Really? Yeah. Huh. So Julianne Moore, another redhead, ended up being Clary Starling in Hannibal. And Hannah was the second or third one, right? Yeah. So yeah. why didn't the original girl do it? Why didn't Jodie Foster do it? Um, because I think, isn't Hannibal supposed to be a... We're going to have to do an episode on Hannibal, We guys. are. We are. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's also a show on CBS right now. Well, it's canceled a while ago. It was formerly a show on CBS right now. But it was really good when mm. it was on. Was um, it? I greatly enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. 
CBS uh, just keeps trying to make movies into TV. They sure do. Just stick to CSI's, pal. Oh, you can say that. Ooh, again. what if they had CSI Misty and Ike? Where we go out and solve murders? Podcasters by day, homicide detectives by, by night. night. <laughs> it's Misty and Ike. I am into that idea. Because then I could do this. Oh, you could wear your glasses? Yeah, I could wear my glasses. And then every time we solve a case, I could go, and that's peanut butter for you. What's that? The redheaded guy that does the one in oh, Miami, David oh. Caruso. David Caruso, and he always does. He always takes his glasses off, and he goes, "Fucking worst." Something, some stupid line <laughs> at the end of every so episode. He goes, "Stupid." Somebody left the jelly out. It's, yeah, basically, it's that. Yeah, let me do another it's, one. Hold on. Hold yeah, on. please do. Please do. Wait, uh, let's act this out. Okay. Wow, I'm super glad that we solved that big bad murder case. And that's why you gotta feed the kitty litter. Or, or does he do it and then put his glasses back on? I don't. One way or the other, it's he's just he's. Let's do a C. A C he's not great. Let's do a CSI episode. <laughs> we could do that. There's okay. a yeah. Um. Do you want to know some of the people who were up to be David to be Mulder before David Duchovny? I would love to. Dean Kane. Ooh. Bruce Campbell. Superman. Uh, Dawn of the Dead, not Dawn of the Dead. Bruce Campbell. You're you're on the right something track. of the dead with this chainsaw on his hand. What is it? He plays Ash yeah. in the Evil Evil Dead. dead yes, <laughs> I'm in the Evil. I'm in the Dead World. And Lou Diamond Phillips. Whoa, which ethnicity. I think kind of may have like actually worked. Lou Diamond Phillips has yeah. that same intensity that David Duchovny does. He does, but I picture him as like an ex Navy pilot. <laughs> I mean, maybe because he played one. Well, and wasn't Mulder in the military at some point? Um. I mean, I assume to get to be an FBI agent. Right? That's yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah. I don't know I that feel much like about their back history. This is just my personal impression. This is my hot take. <clears throat> okay. I feel like you start and you apply for the CIA. And if you don't get in the CIA, you go for FBI. Uh, and then if you don't get FBI... Uh, I don't know about that. Then you go to f- marshals, federal marshals. Okay. And if you don't get that, you go to uh, uh, Texas Rangers. I don't know enough, and I don't know anybody who's actually done it, so I I couldn't speak to that. Hmm. I mean, that seems like a hierarchy that would make sense, but yeah, I don't know. know. Did you know that uh, Anderson and Duchovny did not get along? I did, but they get along now. Yes. Yeah. So I won't read this two-paragraph description of why they didn't get along. Okay. (laughs) Did you know that uh, Scully was written as the center of the show? I did, actually. I did know that. What happened? Well, I mean, when you kind of dive into their actual characters, so Scully is the skeptic. Mm -hmm. She's the one that's like, there has to be a scientific reason for everything because she is a doctor at heart. Mm -hmm. And Mulder is the believer. And to be honest with you, like when you start a show like that, nobody wants to... Nobody wants to pay attention to the skeptic. Oh, the, really? Like, be having the believer as the focal point just makes more sense. Mm. People are more interested in the, oh, you know, like, that guy believes anything. Yeah. Like, he'll fall for anything. And that, it's, it's juxtaposed with his career. Like, right. he's supposed to be a skeptic. Right. But he's like, check it out. I like aliens. And they gave me a small little office in the basement of that. Well, and that's the thing, too. In real life, mm-hmm. they are the opposite. Like, Jillian mm. Anderson is the one who's a believer and has talked about it that's in the past. Nice. And Duchovny is the one who's like, 
people are crazy. All yeah. these conspiracy theories, all of this stuff, like people are nuts. So yeah, it's kind of interesting, honestly. And I mean, you know, David Duchovny is a hot snack. Whoa. Let's just be honest. Whoa. Is that a good thing or a bad That's thing? That's a good thing. Okay. Because <laughs> it didn't sound very good. You know, want to know snack? how much he's worth? Like you want to bite into it? Like oh, okay. a pizza roll. A David Duchovny is worth $80 million. Oh, you know what? He's actually an author now. I, he writes. He can do whatever he wants to. Yeah, he can. He got uh, $225,000 per episode, but he also wow. did eight seasons of Californication. He sure did. And some other things. Oh. Um, and then I will look up how much... She's been doing a lot of stuff too. She does a great show on the BBC. This um, it's kind of like a limited series called The Fall, and it was incredible. It's her and um, Jamie Dornan from Fifty Shades of Grey, and it was she was a cop again. Solving murder, murder solving, solving murder. Uh, your girl Jillian. Yeah. Looking at thirty-five mil. Okay. Huh? That's not too shabby. It's not too shabby. She, I don't think she went on to do eight seasons of anything after X Files. So, uh, she, like I said, she's done quite a bit though. Why don't you yeah. pull up her IMDb? Let's. Why don't I pull up her IMDb? Why don't you pull up her IMDb? And I'm going to pull up Duchovny's IMDb at the same time. Hmm. Hmm. We need pulling up music. We do. All right, you got it. <laughs> that was good. The internet is slow back here. <laughs> my, my she looks best. better and better the older she gets. She, she's a beautiful woman. Absolutely gorgeous. She did The Fall. That's the one I was talking about. Yeah. Squadron 42 is a video game coming out. The First Lady is a TV series in pre-production. Mm. Uh, she's filming a movie. She was on a TV series called Sex Education from 2019 to 2021. Okay. Three seasons of that. Oh, she's on a little show called The Crown. You know, small show called The Crown. Mm -hmm. No big. Yeah, movie, you know, movie, like movie. The, I, don't, I feel like um, actors in England don't get paid for TV shows the way that our actors here do. Well, something so, interesting I heard last week, and may I have even heard it from you, is in... Uh, England, they schedule their shows to be three seasons and they're done. Yeah, but it doesn't always work that way. No, but by and large. Yeah. By, by in large. Check out last week's Throw episode. Throwback to misused phrases. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, it's not always a situation. And now with like streaming things being popular over there, it works differently as well. But like, it's just so much smarter though. It's like you can just arc it out. They're going to buy three seasons. If we promise to be done after three, will you buy it right now? Like, dude. Yeah, you also used to only have like four networks, like four TV channels to pick from in England to watch. So things, yeah. things have always been traditionally very different. Well, let's argue about it. <clears throat> Why? I don't know. I don't know. You give our hot take on it. Uh, well, it's just interesting to me. Like, so Duchovny, you know, he did Aquarius, Californication. He hasn't really, I mean, you know, he's done spots and things and a few movies here and there. He was in a little movie <laughs> remake recently. The Craft. Yeah, I met him on that. Too. Oh, I loved it. I was The day it came out, I bought it. I was literally sitting down. He was late. He walks, Somebody walks him in. They're like, uh, David's here. And I go, I didn't realize what David they were talking about. And I'm you told me about this. Yeah, I probably said it on the I show, too. I was appalled too. by it. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, hey, Dave. What's going on, man? And I turn back around. Oh, my God. And then he does one interview and he leaves. He wasn't on camera at all. He just yeah. did a, 
Well, point. it also that the craft, the new one, was um, an all woman. It was Zoe Lister Jones that directed it. The writer of the new one was a woman, so like a female fronted, which makes sense because it's about four girls. Sure. Yeah. So it was. I was like very pro. Director of the promo was a woman. Nice. All right. I think the original AD that. for the promo was a woman, but she got sick, and I was the last. And then minute. there you were. There I was. I mean, you're you're close. Well, I'm you very feminine. I'm very feminine. You are. <laughs> but I mean, basically, what I'm saying is, they they kind of it seems like they've done the same amount of work, and since X Files, you know, mm-hmm. The Crown, she's done a couple of series. Yeah, and wow. she's worth thirty-five million, and he's worth eighty. Hmm. Yeah, what did he do that got him so much more money? I that's what I can't figure out because I'm looking at this. Because I I think he might have written and created Californication. Uh, I don't believe so. It's got to be something. That... I mean, he may have been an exec producer or producer later on, mm-hmm. but no, I don't think that the creator is Tom Kapanos. Hmm. Well. I don't know what the pay disparity is. Well, like I said, I think maybe some of it is that they they get paid very differently in the UK. We we pay our actors and actresses incredibly here in the US. That's true. That's true. Anyways, back to the X Files. Um, so here's something. I mean, I guess it's kind of in line with what we were just talking about. Originally, Fox Studios wanted an actress that looked like a bombshell. Because FBI agents always look like hot bombshell mm-hmm. Megan Foxes, of yeah. course. I mean, that's what um, I've seen on TV, yeah. So Chris Carter, the creator, fought really hard to keep Gillian Anderson in the role and um, ended up winning I mean, that, she's that not fight. The, she's, she's an attractive woman. She is, but they what wanted, they like, wanted, they wanted something. boobs and hair uh. and, you know, the, the whole thing. And like, you know, she's just a lot more distinguished looking than that. Oh, here's something that hits close to home. <clears throat> the cigarette smoking man was originally <laughs> cast as an extra. He sure was. He seemed like a pretty good actor, though. Yeah. He, he definitely was a very good actor. When actor William B. Davis first appeared on The X-Files, it was as a background actor with no dialogue. At the at that time, neither Davis nor the producers knew that he would end up becoming the show's main antagonist. Wow, isn't that weird? There was a time when I wasn't uh, in any episodes. Then all of a sudden, I had a line or two, and I thought, that was interesting. Davis told the Palm Beach Post in 1996. And that just gradually increased. Then finally, I had a big scene with Mulder, where Mulder comes after me with a gun. That was uh, the turning point where the producers decided this character is really interesting. And I guess they felt I was okay to handle it. Can you imagine? And he it ended up becoming like the main protagonist in the show. Yeah. Like he was he was the b- big bad evil. Oh, no. What? The cigarette smoking man wasn't a smoker. He sure was not. At least he wasn't when the he uh, was cast in the role, but he had been. He had kicked the habit nearly 20 years before taking the role after smoking for 25 years. So he uh, eventually was given herbal cigarettes to play the part the cigarettes were real for the first few appearances and the job required him to inhale man that's weird i've never seen real cigarettes on a set but that's the 90s i was gonna say things are different herbal cigarettes smell like papoo oh yeah they're gross and there's that hurts your lungs more to smoke them Mm yeah um well we are at our time oh so i'm gonna give you one last thing that's real funny okay 
So there was a nine inch height difference between Gillian Anderson and David Duchovny. No way, for real. So when they had to shoot their scenes together, a lot of times Gillian Anderson would yeah. be. She's way shorter. Yeah. She would be standing on a box. An apple box. She had an apple box. What almost killed me a few weeks ago. Uh-huh. That broke my knee. Yeah. Um, she would get so wrapped up in her scene that she would often forget that she was standing on the apple box. And when they would yell cut, she would turn around to walk away and fall off the apple box. Uh, over and over again. <laughs> I wonder, because they have, okay, they have one inch ones that are called pancakes, then they mm-hmm. have quarters, right. which are two inches, then they have half apples, which are four inches, mm-hmm. and then they have full apples, which is what every PA falls for on their first day on set. Yeah. Go get me a half an apple, yeah. and they yeah. go to Crafty and cut an apple in half. Of course. All right. Well, that's the well, X-Files. That oh, we did X-Files. go over. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's a cool near, picture of them. Near, 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 near. All squeezed out. Yeah. They look great. Uh, well, Mulder. Well, Scully. The truth is out there. The truth is out there, and we will find it. We will. One episode at a time. One episode of Pop Culture Podcast at a time. Um, leave us a comment and tell us your favorite X-Files episode or a time that you got abducted. (laughs) And since it's not Friday. We'll see you tomorrow. Tune in tomorrow for an episode about. Famous acting duos and their on-screen chemistry. Yes, that's what exactly what I was thinking we were going to talk about. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Put that. you on the spot there, didn't I? Yeah, did. First time in 240 episodes I've done that. I wasn't ready well, for uh, your info. Nobody's ready for my biscotti. <laughs> uh, bye. Bye. <laughs>